Fascia is an absolutely amazing system. Years ago, most people didn't know what fascia was, where today, if you're in the health, wellness, and fitness industry, most know what this term means. Hi, my name is Deanna Hansen. I am the founder of Fluid Isometrics and Block Therapy. And my name is Quinn Castellane. I'm the VP of Block Therapy and Deanna's nephew. Welcome to the Fascia Masters podcast. Fascia is the connective tissue that holds our entire body together. The fascia system is involved in every aspect of your health, from pain, size and shape, how you age, athletic performance and recovery, and even managing trauma and emotions. The list goes on. When you learn how to decompress your fascia, you experience incredible changes to every level of your being. The Fascia Masters podcast discusses everything fascia and is dedicated to empowering you with the knowledge you need to become your own self-care advocate. To help you learn more about caring for your fascia and taking initiative for your health and wellness, we are giving you our ultimate fascia decompression starter kit for free. This will teach you five steps to control your pain, as well as an introduction to fascia decompression that you can apply today. Go to blocktherapy.com forward slash fascia kit. That's F-A-S-C-I-A-K-I-T. In this episode, we discuss the fascia, how it interconnects all cells, as well as what happens to the body under the influence of gravity and external forces over time. We also talk about the importance of supporting this amazing system for lifelong health. So sit back and relax and enjoy this episode. Fascia is a really interesting subject these days. In fact, in 2007, I went to the world's first fascia conference at Harvard, and it was a really interesting time. In the advertisement about it, they said that we really only understand about 4% of this system. And they were bringing together body workers, yogis, and the medical system alike to really chart a course for the future. And what I found really interesting is they were really learning at that time about fascia from cadavers. And fascia on a dead person is extremely different than fascia on a living person. And I was so excited because I had so much information to share relevant to fascia. So now through the last 11 years, there has been tons of research on this amazing system, but I still see it a little bit differently. And 100%. I'm gonna share why I think that like my perspective is actually pretty valid. I have spent over 50,000 hours working in the fascia system, myself included. So I have really come to understand the forces that act on the physical body and how it actually causes the fascia over time to, to change. And really how I see it is it's called like, I call it cellular migration. Totally. Yeah, and I mean, I think we can, especially as we start awakening to posture and to what's going on in a body, we can really see the, the fact that, you know, fascia literally migrates over time mm -hmm. and it creates changes to the physical structure. It's, it's like a continual moving entity in the body. Yeah, and yeah. it's absolutely brilliant, this tissue. It responds to force. It responds to um, aggression. It responds to emotion. Absolutely. And everything is ultimately stored in the fascia. So um, I've been reading a lot about the different understandings of the system now. And I, I loved one that I saw because it was sharing that fascia literally surrounds every single one of our hundred trillion cells. But I still see it a little differently. I actually see that the fascia is in fact the cell membrane 
interconnecting every other cell membrane. Yeah. So it's kind of like the egg. Mm -hmm. You know, like this egg here has a yolk inside. Yep. There's space between the yolk and the shell. And, the shell. and as long as this eggshell is intact, we know that the yolk is normal, it's safe and it's protected. Totally. And then we crack it and then we make scrambled eggs or whatever we do with it. <laughs> now, if we crack the shell, everything inside oozes out. Now we know it's been affected mm -hmm. and it's not safe anymore. So I, what, the way I see it is we have approximately, again, 100 trillion cells and every single cell is like an egg stacked as it's supposed to be. And every cell has a specific place in the body so that it can function. And as long as cells are fed and clean, mm -hmm. they're gonna do their job. Yes. So when I'm referring to the, the cell, I'm really referring to the eggshell or the container. Yes. And as long as that container is properly aligned, we know that the fluids, the blood, the lymph, and everything that they carry is gonna be whatever that cell needs, the cell is smart. You know, yes. the stuff is going to absorb into the cell that that cell requires for functioning, mm -hmm. and it's gonna remove the byproducts of functioning waste. Absolutely. And as long as there's flow, Cells are happy, healthy, youthful. Yes. The challenge is we aren't conscious individuals these days. Exactly. We're not conscious of our posture. We're not conscious of our breath. And because gravity is constant all the time, we don't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. We know that we're not going to fly off the planet because yeah. gravity is holding us here, but we're not really aware of what gravity does to our physical body 24 mm -hmm. seven because it's always there. Well, especially with technology nowadays. Oh, it's insane. Don't like, even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on a phone all day oh. or a computer and we're just not conscious of how we're supposed to be aligned. And technology is still fairly new and it's only going to, and it's only is exponentially growing. So how that's going to affect us in the future and how it's totally affecting us now is crazy. So we really need to understand how crucial the system is and how to understand posture to prevent issues from occurring in the future. And what was really cool, remember last Halloween we went and saw the, the remake of the movie It? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love the movie. Now I saw the original back in the 80s. Yeah. So this was a remake of the movie in the 80s but with the people today, the youth today. That's right. And it was so amazing because if you compare the cast Mm -hmm. from the original mm -hmm. to the cast last year. Yeah. Holy smokes. Like these are different bodies. And it was funny because it was still the hair and the clothes from the eighties, but it was the posture of today dressed from the eighties. And you know, we, it didn't look right. It didn't look right. And yeah. we came home and we actually pulled up the original movie and we saw like the kids were normal looking and yeah. straight and everything was aligned. I mean, as, as normal as kids can be that totally. now though, everyone is twisted twisting more they're mm. they're compressing more they're aging faster yeah because again we're, we're growing in this negative way from technology and that is dramatically affecting the youth um like the 18 year old girl has a dowager's hump that's an old crazy. lady's disease oh it's getting younger than that now it's yeah. crazy i'm like even we're seeing some people in our classes that are younger and we're like man you have a dowager hump already like we're here to help but that's just it's just showing how powerful the technology is taking over and how unconscious we're becoming of the posture and of the body. So, so talking about cellular migration with respect to fascia. So when I'm talking about cellular migration, really I am talking about fascia because it's the cell membrane mm -hmm. that we're discussing as what fascia is. And what makes this tissue so incredible, it's made up of two things, mm -hmm. elastin and collagen. The collagen gives the fascia the strength and the support and the structure. The elastin gives it the flexibility to move and to respond to the forces of life. Mm -hmm. So 
that's wonderful if we're conscious people because that means we can, we can move and we can adapt and the cells have the capacity to compress and bounce back. However, if that compression is constant and we never bring that posture back, then we start to change and yes. we start to migrate. And because fascia is ingenious mm -hmm. in supporting our structure, it's going to do what it has to do to keep us upright. Yes. So we're dominant on one side, you know, 70% of the population, including myself, are right-handed. So we can see in a body that we're not symmetrical because we overuse one side. Mm -hmm. And let's say, I mean, for me, I play provincial volleyball. So how many times I did a overhand spike yeah. on one side repeatedly, that affects things as we grow. I was also a Highland dancer, which put my body into a very, very negative alignment that I trained forcefully any sport really it's gonna do that literally like I've, I've been trying to think of sports that are actually symmetrical and there's very few out there <laughs> well there's I don't see there being any sports I see there being like martial arts yoga things yeah. that use both sides of your body in the symmetrical way but totally. typically a sport like you, you were a hockey player hockey player absolutely so like let's talk about your body and your fashion when you were growing up playing hockey like what what happened to you well Man, I had injuries. I'll tell you that. I had, well, there was, there was times where I had chronic pain at a young age. I remember I was 12 years old and I had, even in my pelvic floor, remember that? Yeah. I was in so, and I had no idea what caused the pain because I didn't understand the fascia at that point, but Deanna fully did. So being hunched over, always in this same position, shooting the same way, you're only building yourself in that direction continually. Same with golf. You're swinging in that same rotation all the time. So it's actually important if you're playing sports that are asymmetrical that you strengthen the opposite side nearly equally. And that's something I've learned because I'm, I'm really big into golf right now. I need to strengthen my rotation in the opposite direction just to even that out because again, not only are we standing incorrectly and asymmetrically, now if we're doing that plus doing a sport asymmetrically, now that's really twisting and winding our body because the fascia is continually getting used to that motion. Actually, this is really funny. You've probably heard when you were younger that if you make a funny face to your parents, they're like, don't make it for too long because it's gonna <laughs> stay like that. Now, we never really believed that. We're like, there's no way it's gonna stay like that forever. But when you understand the fascia system, if you actually hold that weird face for a, a certain period of time, it's gonna start forming in that way. It's the same with the body everywhere. The fascia connects us literally head to toe, every cell together. So it's crucial to create that symmetry and just understand how to bring balance into our body. And the, the direction that the fascia is going to travel is based on the Fibonacci sequence. This is a really interesting sequencing of numbers. One plus one equals two, one plus two equals three, two plus three is five, three plus five is eight, mm -hmm. and so on and so on and so yes. on. That creates the spiral pattern of everything in nature. The galaxies, mm -hmm. how flowers form, how our body forms, and even how our body ages. Yes. It's based on this spiral, spiral uh, pattern in nature. So basically, it's kind of like if you see smoke leaving a pipe. Where it's leaving from the source, it starts as a wave. As it gets further from the source, it starts to spiral. And as it gets further from there, it becomes chaotic. Yeah. That's how our body's aging, which is why it's really challenging to understand what's causing what. Because the fascia will connect us from head to toe. So let's say you had an injury, say a, a broken ankle when you were five years old 
and you were limping or you were on crutches for a while and your whole mechanics changed as a result of that injury. If you didn't deal properly with that injury and correct it, mm -hmm. you were going to grow around that injury. In fact, I have the perfect example here. When I was three years old, my middle finger was run over and I had stitches and my nail has never grown properly from that. And I have probably spent a thousand hours, not lying, I believe you. working on this arm to try to get rid of this ganglion that mm. presented when I was 16 years old. But what I've come to understand is my body, my whole system grew around this scar tissue, which is why I get really upset when I see girls that aren't fully grown wearing high heel shoes. Mm. I personally have never worn high heel shoes. As an adult, I don't wear them. But when you're growing off center, yeah it creates a very different dynamic in the body. Totally. Not as easy to undo as something that happens when we're fully grown and we have scar tissue created at that point. Absolutely, but also going back to your finger, a lot of people will view a finger injury it's nothing really a big deal. It's not, it's just a finger, oh, it's just the baby toe, like it's not really a big deal, but it is. It, it can cause that, like as you mentioned, how you grow, if that's all twisted and bound, everything up the chain is going to be twisted and bound eventually and it's going to pull you in that direction unless you unwind it and address it. But block therapy, it actually has the capability to melt through that compression, that scar tissue to unwind that chaos, feed the cells with blood and oxygen and that we can align them properly so that we are living healthy that our cells are healthy, they're being fed and kept clean properly, and that we're actually aligned and balanced. Exactly, and the reality is, is we really have two directions we can go. We can either let gravity and unconscious living mm -hmm. manipulate the body over the course of time and dictate the way that we age. And what's interesting, you know, why, why do some people end up with digestive issues, some people end up with migraines, mm -hmm. some people end up with arthritis? And the reality is, is it's an accumulation of the scar tissue of the trauma over your individual life combined with what you did. Because me as a Highland dancer, I created a certain posture repetitively because I did that. Yeah. Somebody else that has a lot of the same things that, they, that I might have but played a different sport would create a very different way that they wind up and compress yes. certain things. Totally. So the reality is in fascia, it's the compression and the scar tissue that ultimately block blood and oxygen flow from um, getting to cells. So, and the, and the scar tissue, which this just blows my mind, yeah. will literally adhere to bone with a force of up to 2000 pounds per square inch. So for somebody say that has had a C-section, you know, over time, that scarring is going to start hooking onto the pelvis. And because we're not symmetrical, it's gonna start creating a twisting mm -hmm. and it's going to do it with this force. And the denser that tissue gets, the faster gravity will manipulate that continual pulling yeah. into itself. Totally. So we basically get shorter and wider and we don't, again, age in a linear way. We ultimately, you know, wind up over time and whether we fall to the left or to the right is dependent on are we right or left-handed in the sports that we play and all those things yes. that we do. So it's really an interesting subject, this tissue, and it's living and it's conscious and it's here to support and protect us. So to truly understand what this fascia does, how to keep it healthy, most importantly, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is the most important thing to do for lifelong health. I agree. And every single cell is equally important. Our brain cell is not more important than our toe cell when you're looking at fascia and what it does. And 
this again, this is the way I see it. So I'm not saying this is the right thing. Mm -hmm. This is just the way that I see it. Yep. But the heart pumps to feed every one of our hundred trillion cells. And it was kind of cool because it was a conversation I had years ago with a friend of mine who said that they're getting less good at predicting weather patterns because there's less satellites in the air hmm. to give us that feedback. Interesting. So this is how I feel about scar tissue in the body because ultimately the blood pumps, or sorry, <laughs> the, heart, the pumps heart pumps blood <laughs> yeah. so that it can reach every cell. But what if that cell has a barricade in front of it and it can't receive that blood? So now we have gaps in the system mm -hmm. because every one of our cells is here to respond to what's happening in the moment. You know, if we step on something hot, we pull our foot away because we can feel it. And then there's a reaction yeah. so that we don't burn ourselves. Totally. But what happens if we don't have any sensation in that foot? Hmm. So it's like the, the brain has to fill in those gaps through memory. Yes. And that's actually connected to fear because it's not you living in the moment responding to what the information is. It's you trying to say, okay, well, I, I kind of have an understanding of what's happening right now, but the brain is always trying to fill in those gaps. So then mm. typically we go to memory, which is really where fear lives. Yeah. Yeah. So when we can release all of those blocks in the body that are created over time and improve that blood flow to reach those cells, then we have a far better mechanism to live in the present, be calm in the moment and see each moment as unique, as opposed to saying, ah, oh, here I go again. I'm in the same pattern as before. We're never in the same pattern as before unless we choose to be there. Yeah. But it's not the reality. The reality is, is every moment is unique and we yeah. can choose a different path every single second. Totally. So when we awaken our fascia, we connect to our breath and we understand how to feed this tissue, it is incredible how we can look after ourselves and change the game for aging. Absolutely. Wow. Anything wise, else you want to add? I just got to say, wise <laughs> words from Deanna Hansen. Wow. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have or have experienced 50,000 hours in the fascist system. Man, that's incredible. So even just like a little, a little statement, and I'm, I'm going to ask you more of this as a question. Fascia, what are some of the issues? And I know we definitely cover this, but just to get it more in a systematic format so people can really understand, what are some issues that fascia can cause like again there's chronic pain there's digestion so people just need to understand that because a lot of people think stuff can be hereditary yes but why is the fascia so crucial for all of these issues in the body and what are some of those issues great question thank you so again if you see the fascia the way i see it basically everything whether it's nerve fiber blood vessel organ tissue eye tissue, mm -hmm. brain, skin, hair, muscle, ligament, bone, teeth, it's all made up of fascia. Yeah. So when we're working the body, we are working the fascia system and everything gets affected. So as an athletic therapist, I didn't learn it this way. I learned, you know, if, if somebody sprained their ankle, you're looking at the ligament that's damaged. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's a very, um, separate way of looking at the whole picture. When you sprain an ankle, there's a whole bunch. What, whatever structures, whatever cells are there, again, like we, we have blood vessels that are gonna be affecting that ligament and nerves and mm -hmm. fat tissue and skin tissue. So when you understand that the fascia ultimately is everything, you realize that fascia affects everything. Yeah. So if you have weight issues, that will be a topic that we'll discuss in, in depth later. Yeah. If you have neurological issues, if you have emotional issues, if you have chronic pain you know it really doesn't matter mm -hmm. the fascia is key because as long as those cells are not where they're supposed to be 
they're not going to be doing their job as they're meant to be. Yes. And the cool thing is, is our body is designed to let us know when it's not getting what it needs. And the first signal it shares is pain. Yeah. So the issue is that we haven't been instructed on what to do with our pain. We're taught to fear pain or yes. to mask it. Yes. You know, here's a drug so you don't feel what's going on. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, unconsciously we will naturally shift our posture. If suddenly, like, I don't have full range of motion in my shoulder, I'm still going to use my shoulder, but I'm going to change the way that I use it so that I don't connect into that pain spot. Totally. Where when we understand that basically pain is the cell giving you information that it's not getting what it needs to function, then we actually can say, okay, you know what? My knee is hurting. I need to send more blood flow, more love, more life into that area so yeah. it can heal itself. And the body is unbelievably capable at healing itself when it's given what it needs. Mm -hmm. And we get so caught up in the physiology, in the chemical reactions, and what that cell specifically needs. The, the body knows what that cell needs. What we need to understand is we need to keep that flow going mm -hmm. so that the body in its ingenious design will be able to do its job on our behalf. Yeah. So this yeah. pain is really the baby crying. Yeah. And we don't want to throw that baby in the corner and ignore it or drug the baby. We would pick up the exactly. baby and we would learn over time, is that cry a hungry baby, mm -hmm. a dirty diaper, a tired baby, or just a baby wanting some yeah. love and attention? And that's really what the cells are saying. Absolutely. Through the fascia, through communicating with us. So you're saying every cell in our body is kind of like a baby of ours. Yeah. So when we're experiencing pain, we don't want to ignore that. We don't want to take ibuprofen or any type of pain medication, we, our body's experiencing pain for a reason. It's saying exactly what you mentioned. Okay. I'm not being fed or kept clean properly. What do I need to do? So we have a solution. We know what we need to do, but so many people are unaware of how important oxygen is. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get too onto this topic now because this will be in another discussion. Cause we but, got a whole bunch to say about it. <laughs> but oxygen is the number one essential nutrient our body requires to survive. So why don't we ever really talk about how crucial it is? It's always like, no, make sure you take in eight glasses of water a day or make sure you have this nutrient and this vitamin for optimal health. But we don't talk about oxygen. That's the number one essential nutrient our body needs. And when we're doing block therapy and we're focusing on the fascia system, yes, we need to release it, but we need to oxygenate those cells and inflate them with life. And that's essentially what block therapy is. It's releasing the adhesions and inflating that with life, with blood, with oxygen, and then learning how to own that new alignment so that we're not becoming shorter and wider. Exactly. We're staying the way we are. And even for some people, they get taller. Yes, because absolutely. they're compressed with block therapy. With block yes. therapy, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. But that will definitely be a different topic. So I just want to mention if you guys have any questions for us, please use the hashtag Ask Block Therapy. You can do that on any social media platform. You can submit a question through a website. You can even email us info at fluidisometrics.com or you can even comment on the description below. Make sure that you guys subscribe to this channel. We have so much content that we can't wait to share with you guys. Is there anything else that you want to add into this Fashion Masters episode? No, I think we've pretty much covered the mm -hmm. basics. And the thing is, um, it's, it's important that we don't throw too much out at once. I agree. Because just wrapping your head around a different understanding of your body, you know, it takes a bit to totally. just understand that and say, okay, so there's a different perspective and we're going to be sharing with you a different approach to health. So I'm just thrilled that we're on our way now. Absolutely. All right. Well, stay tuned for our next Fashion Masters episode. Again, this is Fashion Masters episode one. What is fascia? Stay tuned and we'll see you guys next time. Breathe and believe.